Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 67. My guest today is Sarah Kapler, who is all about back-end tech organization. She does KPIs, which is key performance indicators. She does CRMs, which are customer relationship management tools. And she basically helps her clients with the back-end technology, which is why I had to bring her onto the podcast because my business, the Tech of Business, our agency helps you to develop your processes for the front-end technology. And I emphasize front-end versus back-end because I think this is a really important point. There are so many different moving parts in every business and I was able to draw a clear line in the sand between front-end and back-end. When I think of front-end technology, this is the technology that your customers, your clients, your students, your members, that they get to touch. This is your course delivery platform. This is your membership platform. This is your emails. This is the way that they pay for products and the way that they connect with you. That's what the Tech of Business Agency helps you streamline and elevate so that you have a strong tech foundation upon which you can deliver whatever it is that you want to deliver to your clients. That being said, if you didn't If any of us didn't take time to work on the back-end technology and systems such as the accounting and the customer relationships and understanding how your business is growing month over month, then the front-end infrastructure that we put in place doesn't do as much as it could do. And that's why I am thrilled to bring you this conversation with Sarah. Before we get to the conversation with Sarah, I want to remind you that the best way to get started working with me is to download your Tech Impact Workbook. What you get with this workbook is the ability to take an objective look at whatever is going on tech-wise in your business. You'll be able to complete the workbook and you'll be able to kind of start seeing how tech is actually impacting the bottom line, the throughput, the energy of your business. So if you want to download that workbook, which I strongly encourage, just go to techofbusiness.com forward slash impact and put your name and email address in right there. One of the elements of the Tech Impact Workbook that I want to highlight is that inside there, I've got a sample from my own business. So I'd love for you to take a look at that. And let's just jump into this conversation with Sarah now. (music) 
Sarah, welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. This is going to be such an important and vital episode. I feel like people are going to be coming back to this one again and again because you know how to speak so eloquently about one specific tech tool that I really wanted to bring onto the podcast. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and introduce uh, the tech uh, segment that you work in. Very kind introduction. So um, I'm super excited to be here today. I'm Sarah Kapler, uh, Sarah Kapler Consulting, and CRMs are my favorite systems out there. So um, as a software consultant, I uh, help businesses select and implement technology to help them grow. And what I found over the last couple of years is that time and time again, the answer to a lot of common pain points in growing businesses is a CRM. So CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management Software. Uh, It's a really large net. Uh, There's about 600 plus CRMs out there on the market. And um, through trial and error, through testing, through different, you know, projects over the last few years, um, I've just learned a lot about it. And I'm really excited to talk CRM with you today, Jamie. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So some people may say, well, Jamie, why are you bringing on a direct competitor to Tech of Business onto the podcast? And I just want to like call that out right now. Sarah and I are not competitors. We both work in similar arenas, but we've both kind of found our own spaces and we consult with one another. Um, You know, I mean, if I have a client who needs a CRM, I'm not necessarily going to do all the research. I may send them off to Sarah or I may consult with her to get the right solution because we can't be experts at everything. And so where I spend my time is in the journey in the delivery of the content and in the customer and lead facing side of things. Whereas what Sarah's doing and what CRMs are really valuable for is the internal workings within your business of managing those customers, those relationships and all of that. Was that kind of how you would describe it as well? That is. And it's true that it gets blurry again with 600 plus CRMs on the market. There's some that do both. Um, for the most part, my focus is helping the business and the team members, you know, have tools that help them be productive um, and, and have metrics. That's really what it's about, an insight into their business processes and their sales process. So, um, yeah, so I'd say that's where the line is. And I completely agree that it's just been such a pleasure to get to know you and have you in my, you know, periphery so we can, so we can bounce ideas off of each other and work together. Yeah, absolutely. And why I brought you onto the podcast now is because I have had several people come to me recently asking about CRMs, both people in my social media networks as well as active clients. And because that's not where I have spent as much time, I wanted to have kind of a stake in the ground saying this is coming from an expert so that we could refer back to this episode. So I kind of want to start with why would a business want a CRM and at what point in time would that CRM be something that they would be evaluating or bringing on to their business? Sure. So good question. Um, What are the signs that you need a CRM? So, you know, I think any business that um, has, let's say, more than 
30 customers, I'd even set the bar that low, um, could benefit from a CRM. So uh, it's businesses where they're interacting with their clients repeatedly. It's not necessarily a one-time, one-and-done anonymous purchase online. It's relationships that they're building. It's continuing service that they're uh, providing with their customers. And most of the people who come to me are either using Excel, you know, to kind of keep a tally of who their customers are, who their, uh, you know, their appointment history, that kind of thing. Um, some are using things like Trello. Uh, some are some aren't using anything and they're just living out of their email and they're struggling to piece together a picture of a complete 360 picture from the customer perspective. Um, when were they last contacted? You know, what has been said to them? What did they ask? What were the answers? Um, and businesses, you know, when it's just a one man show, um, it's kind of okay to do it in your head, right? 30 customers in your head isn't that hard. But uh, when the business starts to grow and the team starts to grow and they realize that no one can read the owner or founder's mind, right? Um, and the, mm -hmm. the main, you know, the founder is trying to delegate some client work. Um, that's when it really gets interesting and essential to have a CRM to help them, um, to help them delegate and grow their business. That makes really good sense. And what I'm thinking to myself is, okay, so you've got your spreadsheet, you've got your Trello, you've got your paper and pen, however you are doing it right now. As I always say, you're doing something. So it doesn't matter. It's going to be easier to move into a more structured system if you've got something going. If you don't have anything going yet, then it's a matter of, okay, what is my pipe dream? What do I want to see? And that's where I generally have my clients start of what do I want to see at the end of the day with whatever process or system we're putting in place? What kinds of things do you find your clients wanting to see or that you recommend them wanting to see when it comes to understanding their customers, where they are on the journey and those kinds of interactions? Sure. So um, I also am a big believer of starting with the end in mind. Um, the number one thing I get from customers is uh, wanting to follow up consistently. So they're at that stage where they realize that they're starting to lose track. Who do they contact? You know, who, who's gotten a communication from them? Who hasn't? And, um, and they really want some kind of assurance, um, some kind of, you know, system behind the scenes to help them uh, stay, on, stay on track of their communications with their customers, their touch points. Um, and it's things like, you know, um, celebrating, celebrating client anniversaries, right? Uh, who's been a client for how long? Um, and it's things like, you know, birthdays and special promotions. Um, and so starting to track that information um, like you said, some some are already in an Excel spreadsheet and some aren't because they're in that, you know, we can talk about that later, but in that analysis paralysis um, mm -hmm. uh, place where they, they feel like either they have to quit their job and become a CRM expert or mm. or not or nothing at all. Right. Um, so some aren't tracking because they're overwhelmed by the choice. Um, and, you know, in terms of what they want to see, uh, customers usually know that they want better follow up. They usually know that they want some kind of sales and number of client uh, KPIs. Most of the time, they're, they don't know what they don't know. Um, and it's only when you get into a CRM and you start looking at what's possible once you have a system that they go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I haven't been doing this before. Um, and so these are KPIs, things like 
how long is your sales process? Um, you know, uh, how long, on average, uh, does it take for you to reply to a customer inquiry, right? Um, things that they're not currently on their radar, but once they see it, they say, oh, that's a really great KPI for my business. Um, and and that's, that's a great thing to see. Yes, absolutely. And so if you're not familiar with the term KPI, KPI means key performance indicator. And what it really just means is something that you're measuring in your business. So in the case of what, so a lot of things that I do and a lot of things that I see, it's email open rates um, might be something that would be tracked or number of signups for your webinar or things like that. So in what Sarah's talking about is on your KPI dashboard, you're going to have the number of clients that come in on a weekly basis. And you're going to want to have the number of, or how long it takes on average for you to reply to emails. And so again, we're talking about two different sides of the of the business. And the, the KPIs that Sarah is referring to are really the ones that are internal to your business. So Thinking about that as a listener right now uh, who may be a coach or a consultant doing one-on-one work or have some small group programs, what types of, um, what kind of types of information would they want to be setting up right now? So let's say that they've got seven, you know, active clients, you know, three of them are in a a group program and four of them are one-on-one in different stages. I mean, let's just Mm -hmm. use this as an example. We've got three people in our, in a group program. It's a small group program. We want to kind of, do we want to go historical on those seven clients? Do we want to say, to put a line in the sand, everybody after these seven clients? Like what are your, your thoughts? Absolutely. So that's that's a really good question, and um, and I'm really glad we're getting to address that. Um, so there are a couple of things that you sh- when you set up a CRM, uh, you should go back and try to track. Now, will you always have the answer? Maybe not. Um, but the two that I would say are most important are um, referral source. Where did this client come from? Um, so that's one of the most insightful things you can see from from CRMs is, is where your new clients come from. Um, are they from a networking group? Are they word of mouth? Are they uh, just finding you online through your, you know, excellent SEO and Google search? I don't know. Um, but tracking that is going to save you um, a lot of time later and make the whole system much more insightful um, because it's really the basis for uh, return on investment, ROI, the most most elusive KPI out there, if you will, um, and, and, and how much your time into your marketing efforts is paying off. So number one, referral source. And number two would be just very simple. When do they purchase something from you? What kind of service? What kind of product? And, you know, the, the kind of a, a historical of that. Um, so I think those two are the most important. Now, um, to go back and try to fill in the blanks and then moving forward, I mean, sky's the limit and every business is so different. You know, there's some businesses who track, you know, their pets' names and their kids, you know, schools and (laughs) whatever makes sense to your business, um, um, start tracking because the more you, you put in, um, the more you'll get out. Right. So let's, let's, uh, talk a little bit about, what it looks like to work inside a CRM and make that like the principal dashboard or 
utility or tool that you use for logging and for, you know, just all the things that you might be doing inside the CRM. Let's say you have a, um, a Voxer conversation with a client. How do you record that? Do you record that? What kinds, like, what kind of tools are you using to track that, you know, that type of information inside your CRM? And uh, just, let's just walk through a couple of different ways that you would be using a CRM. Sure, that's a really good, uh, good, you know, starting point for for this. Um, So first of all, which CRM you use will depend on which tools you're using. So Mm -hmm. if you're living in your email and you're communicating with your clients in your email, then you absolutely have to get a CRM that has a two-way email sync. You're not going to go in there and log your emails separately. Um, It should, you know, it should pull that information in there automatically. Uh, The same goes with your phone conversation. Some CRMs have excellent phone integrations. So it'll log every call you make to a client automatically as a touch point for you. Um, Voxer, that's a really good question. It hasn't come up yet. Um, I'm so sorry for that. No, no, you're fine. And it may be something that uh, that's available with the paid Voxer may have an integration with a pay with a paid CRM. And I'll do a little bit of research on that. So if I find anything, I'll put that in the show notes for sure. But what I'm hearing you say is automatic touch point logging is the critical piece that you're trying to get to. That's for all your existing clients. And the other critical piece is um, any kind of online form, whether you're using Typeform, whether you're in WordPress and you're using, you know, one of Ninja forms or one of their form building thing, um, you have to set that up so it's feeding directly into your CRM. Um, Other ways to feed people into your CRM are a business card scan. Some, you know, some companies do a lot of events, get a lot of business cards, and there's apps that come with your CRM that will scan your business card and put them in the right place so you don't have to manually enter that. Um, so, you know, there's kind of coming into the system, and then there's there's going through the system and, and staying with clients. So, we, you know, I always have to look at the business in question, look at what they're using, look at their main processes of, of adding new people um, to their network. And, and you try to automate as much as possible, and you'll find one that that plays well with the tools you're already using, um, best case scenario. And, and sometimes you realize, hey, maybe we can switch this part up and have a perfect solution. Um, so it really depends on the business. But if possible, play well with the existing systems you have. Um, there's certainly a lot of choice out there, so that's usually possible. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, I'm going to the, you know, the tech stack framework that I presented uh, toward the end of last year in December. I'll put that in, um, show number in the show notes as well. But in the tech stack framework, I really talk about um, tools that you have at the base level versus tools that are at a support or a growth level. And we kind of have different pyramids for different facets of our business. Your CRM is going to be a sitting as a base level tool. You want to make sure that it is solid, that it is flushed out in my mind that you're actually using it to the best of its ability and that it interacts work and works with your other tools they may be at the base same base level they may be you know growth tools things like that you want to make sure that everything that you bring into your business doesn't add a whole lot of duct tape you want it to be as seamless as possible exactly and you know the crms really have two big components one is contacts and we've just talked about that how do you get people into your system how to automate that the other is, is what they call pipelines 
which is your process. Um, they're usually called deals. So who are you doing business with actively? Where are they in the process? What are they purchasing from you? And, and on, on that side of things, there's also a ton of automation. So CRMs will integrate with your QuickBooks, with your PayPal, with your Stripe, with whatever. And anytime someone's making a a purchase from you, um, that information should also be feeding in, you know, automatically. So ideally in your day-to-day, -day, once you've done the setup well, you should be going into your CRM, looking at the dashboard, using it uh, to, you know, see who to follow up with, keep track. Um, but all this tedious information transfer should be happening for you, right? It's not meant to be another system, another tool to update, another Excel spreadsheet to update. Um, it should be working with what you have. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's little things like that. So, how, you know, even if it isn't automatic today, what is the integration point? What does that look like? I know that, you know, I mean, I'm just going to go to use Trello for a, se a second. But if you want to get something added to a Trello board from your inbox, all you do is you have to forward it, uh, that email from Trello in or from your inbox and it'll show up on a specific email address on Trello. Zapier has a similar tool that you can forward things in. So even if you don't have 100% integration, if you know the shortcut so you're not copying and pasting or using intermediate steps, that's the next best thing. Exactly. And 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 that's something I really enjoy doing is, is kind of taking a CRM project, you figure out what the client needs to track, um, how to set it up, and then how to simplify it. You automate whatever you can. And best case scenario at the end of the day, I, I'll train staff and say, all right, when you get a phone call, these are the two things you need to do. You know, or when you get an email, this is the one thing you need to do. Um, and, and I see that all the time. I was just at the, the doctor's this morning. You know, the first question they always ask you, has your insurance and address changed? Can we just confirm that? They're working out of a CRM. That's what their whole staff has been, you know, trained to do is check that information with every phone call uh, because someone and, you know, some management team has figured out that that's the best way to make sure they're getting money, right? It is to have every frontline staff ask that question. So every business has something like that. There's this one question that can be asked, something upstream, uh, something manual, possibly a check um, that will really add value later to the whole, you know, the way the business is running. Yes, that brings it, makes it so relevant. Like everybody has had that experience. Everybody has had the experience of being the customer, the patient, the client on the other side of a CRM. So it's now our turn. Your business is growing. You're doing more. You want your tech to support your uh, your business goals. And that's really why you're listening to the Tech of Business podcast right now and why I have Sarah here talking about CRMs. So Sarah, I don't want to keep this completely theoretical about a few different CR about uh, theoretical CRMs. Sure. I know that you have a CRM of choice that you have picked. I'd like to find out. I mean, you can t definitely share the name. I'm happy to include that. And when we do have that in the show notes, we will have your affiliate link because that just makes sense. I don't have any CRM involvement, but it just kind of the process of picking this particular CRM, what it's doing for your clients, and, uh, you know, and just talk a little bit about it. Sure. Well, I appreciate that. Um, so I actually have a few favorites. Um, I have uh, <laughs> four or five that I find myself consistently referring clients to or helping them set up. Um, I will talk about the one you're, you're referencing in a second. Um, so 
can I can I list the names? Are you okay? Okay. Absolutely. So, um, Absolutely. So I love Trello for really small businesses. If you don't need all the bells and whistles, if you're just looking for a starting place, Trello's great. <laughs> you know, especially yes. if you get the business version, you get a couple of power ups, a little bit of automation. It can go a really long way in your business. Um, another one I'm a big fan of is called Copper CRM. Um, because it's the one that has the best integration with your G Suite that I've seen. So if you're living in your Gmail, it'll sync calendar invitations with your clients and all the emails and give you templates and lots of reporting. Um, so that's one that I I'm, I'm find myself setting up a lot. Um, and another is called Pipedrive. So if you have a lot of online uh, forms, let's say you're a painting business and people are asking you for quotes all the time and you get six a day um, for high volume, big teams, it'll integrate with your phone. I mean, it's just a beautiful, easy system. Um, the one that I've uh, uh, partnered with recently is called Hatchback CRM, which is also great. It's for a different type of business. It's for uh, businesses that are not only managing the email and the exchange with their existing clients, but that also have this online business component. Um, so they're, you know, doing freebies and they want to tag engagement and they have newsletters. And I'm finding that Hatchbuck is, is, you know, checking off a lot of boxes and helping them as they, as they grow out of just using MailChimp. And you know all about growing out of MailChimp. I know you're the expert on that. Um, <laughs> so, so that's, that's one that I also really enjoy. Um, working with and setting up for clients and um, I find with most CRMs that an initial setup is important um, and some, I, I offer kind of like a quarterly check-in you know to make sure things are running smoothly I find that and I'm sure it's the same in your business that um, you know you're the system, the dashboards are only going to be as good as the data. <laughs> so if you, just like your books, if you don't go, if you set up QuickBooks and you never go in there, you never categorize anything, guess what? It's not going to be so useful for you. Uh, so it's it's very similar concept for, for CRMs. And so it's been fun to pick tools that I like going into <laughs> <laughs> and intuitive um, to, to help, you know, keep clients on track and getting the most out of their CRMs. Yes. Garbage in, garbage out. I mean, that's, that's the fact, the fact of everything, you know, I mean, so when you are using a system it, and this transcends CRM, this is everything, everything that you're using online, everything that you're using in your office, it doesn't matter if it's an online tool or an offline tool. If you don't set it up in a way that it's going to benefit you, it's like throwing everything straight Absolutely. into the trash. I mean, you're, you've got a storage container. It just happens to be labeled trash. So <laughs> instead of using a trash label, you know, labeled container, use something that is going to help you um, move forward and make smarter right. decisions. And, you know, I mean, like if you're noticing in on your KPIs with, uh, with your CRM that it's taking 17 interactions with someone to get them to buy a $300 product. And it's taking 12 interactions with someone for them to buy a $3,000 product. What do you right. think that means? Think about it. I mean, like that's telling you a lot of information. But if you don't have a CRM and you have no way of tracking how long it takes to get someone from point A to point B, then you don't know how effective everything Absolutely. else is being. And yeah, and I mean, I also think that on the flip side, what if someone, it takes 17 steps for them to get to a $300 product and then three steps for them to go to a $3,000 product. So 
Right. Is that worth it? Yeah, maybe. It may be worth it if to have a long lead in to your small offers and then real quick jumps to your bigger offers. So without having data, it's really hard to know if you should spend more time on your smaller offers, your bigger offers, how many touch points you have, the frequency of touch points. You know, maybe it's always three weeks, whether you touch them once a week or you touch them three times a week. Maybe that's what you're finding out. So there are a million different things that you're going to learn about your business if you just start tracking these things. And I'm telling myself this as well right now because my tracking system is not very good and I'm, I'm calling that out right now I know what I need to know but I don't know enough so as this podcast develops and as we continue to grow our own our businesses all together you'll hear me come back I might even bring Sarah back on in six eight months to talk more about CRMs once right. I've got a little bit more set up in my own business and she can take a look and say hey I, look at what you figured out and you know we can dig into things like that Sarah I want you to kind of talk to the audience real quick about their next step that they're going to take then I want you to if you want to share how people can connect with you and then we'll come back to my final curveball questions so what's the next step that people uh, should be taking as they're thinking about adding a CRM into their business the next step well um, it's a really good question. Uh, you know, I think the first, the first thing is to just have a think about your business. Can you identify your main, you know, pipelines, uh, processes, uh, does this podcast speak to you? Do our bells going off? If yes, uh, then consider a CRM. Uh, if you'd like some help, um, I'm certainly available. I offer a CRM matchmaking service uh, specifically for this, where we come in and we look at your systems, we look at what you're using, we look at your contact list, and I, I make suggestions to you. Um, if you are more of a do-it-yourselfer, I mean, there are wormholes. You can go down on the web every which way. Uh, you can also ask similar businesses what they're using. I mean, that's really useful to, to hear. Um and so, yeah, start doing research. I would say get a CRM. If the bells are going off, go for it. It's not, you know, it's not a marriage. Um, these things have free trials. They have monthly license fees. Uh, you can jump in and see how valuable it is and set yourself a three-month limit and say, in three months, I'll reassess. And if it's adding value, fantastic. And if it's not, I'll see you later. Um, every CRM is going to come with a really nice simple export feature so you have a, a back door um, and that's one thing I, I always tell clients is um, that are that are hesitant to make the plunge um, is that it really isn't forever and it can grow with you um, so in terms of, of getting in touch with me I have a website of course uh, sarahkapler.com so s-a-r-a-k-a-p-e-l-e-r I'm sure Jamie will be happy to put that in the notes um, I'm on Facebook I'm on Instagram I'm on LinkedIn I'm on Alignable I'm on Twitter I'm all over the place so I'm not going to list everything out, but, um, but I'm pretty active and I would look forward to having a conversation uh, with anyone about CRMs. Fantastic. I am so excited to kind of hear the conversations that people are having saying, hmm, I never thought I could have a CRM. I only have 25 clients. Or, oh my goodness, I am so overdue for a CRM. I have 300 people that I'm trying to keep track of. So just try it out if it feels right to you. 
which leads right into our curveball question, Sarah. And this one is one that I have been thinking about a lot when we started talking about garbage in, garbage out. What do you find is the most thought about, like people, what that people think they need to track, that they want to track, they want to have all this information on that doesn't really move their business forward? And what do you suggest instead? That's a really good question. So what are people spending time tracking that isn't actually serving them? Um, well, so kind of an answer, and I might have a second answer for you in a second, but the biggest one is probably going to be something like their contact, their addresses, okay? A lot of people spend a lot of time asking for addresses when their payment system has that information already, and it's correct because it's correct for their credit card, and they can just pull it in automatically, and they don't need to be asking that and spending time and getting zip codes wrong and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's one where should they be tracking it? Yes, but is there an easier way? Yes. Um, in terms of other things, people like to track birthdays um, and have these ideas like I'm gonna, you know, give every client a call on their birthday, and I have yet to see a business call a client on the birthday and have it be like a really positive, um, you know, positive thing. Um, so I, I don't know. That's one of my little pet peeves. Going really, you want to track birthday? That's nice, but. Do you, are you really going to call every single one of your clients on your birthday with that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it takes a certain manpower to, uh, to make use of that that most businesses don't have. Yeah, no, that makes really good sense. So what do you suggest they do if they want that touch point, that want that personalized touch point that feels a little bit out of the blue in the birthday context, but we all know it's not. What do you, do you have a suggestion that they, that they do that you just have um, a, an alternative? I do. So, you know, I, and, and, and this will feed right into, you know, your area of expertise, but I am a big fan of following up with clients after they've purchased from you or had a service from you and asking them for feedback. And with a simple automated campaign, as you know, Jamie, uh, they, they can get that touch point. And what's nice about it is it's, uh, you know, it's asynchronous. It's not, it's, you know, according to the schedule that they signed up six months later, they'll get an email from you uh, to follow up. And, and it makes a little bit more sense um, than trying to track birthdays and, and, you know, singing happy birthday to clients which would be nice I'm not gonna <laughs> lie but not always appropriate depending on the business yes that is a perfect answer and I, I could go on and on and on about how you could set that up but we talked about all of that in the email marketing series called beyond the broadcast that was released in April of this year just a few weeks ago we wrapped that one up so we'll definitely have a link back to that um, as well and Sarah I just want to thank you again so much for coming on the Tech of Business podcast and being part of the Tech of Business community and just being a phone call away for me. Yay. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jamie. This was really a, such a pleasure. And I'm also just thrilled that we get to hang out and see each other. Anyway. 
I am so glad that I was able to bring this episode with Sarah to you today on the podcast. I look forward to hearing what your thoughts are. So if you aren't already a member of the Tech of Business community, just go to techofbusiness.com forward slash community. That'll take you over to our Facebook group and we'll be able to let you right on in. No email address or sign up required. And as always, I want to make sure that the Tech of Business podcast is relevant for you and your business. So book a call with me. Go to C-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-J-A-I-M-E.com. That's callwithjamie.com. And book your 15-minute call to just dump on me what technology and conversations you would like me to bring onto the podcast. I'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.